Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Uh, my cohort tonight, I have a couple, uh, Gypsy Mae Brown, a.k.a. the Gypster, and Arkansas joining me via, I guess you'd call it satellite or <laughs> whatever it is, from that, Texas. That sounds and, good. Yeah, and uh, uh, unfortunately, my little buddy in here tonight, he uh, passed away, and I dedicate this one to my sweet prince, Sir Chuckles. Um He's a good boy, but uh, he he was having a lot of pain, and and he is uh, in a better place. So he is uh, all good, and uh, it's been a rough week, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there with the chuckles, but uh, so we got the co-host tonight, and we got Gypsy running back and forth chasing rabbits through the house. So <laughs> she is, uh, at least if you hear tromping through there, that is Gypsy, so interesting um i don't know how much you've heard about this being all down south but my first kind of subject i want to go over if you've heard if you heard anything about the sydney shooting we had i think so was it a few okay. days, was it a few days ago and someone it was last sunday at like 11 in the morning okay and it's been a big divider. I mean, there's a lot of people arguing about this, uh, both sides of the fence. So I'll, I'll go through a little bit of the spiel for you and I'll get your uh, opinion and, and t- tell you my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened was there was a, a young man, a 22-year-old, and uh, he went to his ex-girlfriend's house. And it's out, it's out in the country. Um a pretty nice neighborhood in, in Sydney. It's not a, you know, it's out on Cooper yes. in that end. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember hearing the road name, so I knew where it was. Yeah. yeah it's not a, a like a, and the time was Sunday morning. So you didn't think, okay, there's no alcohol involved. There's really no uh, much of anything. Well, he wanted to talk to his ex-girlfriend and he came to the door. It's all on the ring. There's a ring video. Uh, ring security video a minute and six seconds long and they say that people are saying it was doctored and of course the other people say it wasn't but at first he's he's standing there with his hands behind his back which you would think's polite but when they're angrily at when they're asking for somebody to that doesn't want them in there to come out or to be allowed in and you're standing with your hands behind your back me as a person in this day and age i get a little antsy about that just because i don't know what they had and he may not have nothing i don't i don't know he didn't have nothing as far as as that come out but mm-hmm. but yeah at the time you... yeah so but but he kept asking to he needed to talk to her yada yada and they heard you hear the 911 call where she's yelling at him to go and and don't, she's afraid of him or whatnot i don't know a lot of different stories about the 911 call. And this guy comes out and openly tells him, you need to leave. I am armed. And I don't want to shoot you, but I will. Is this her dad? Yes. Okay. And I don't think it's her dad or her stepdad, but it's it's definitely her parents of some sort. Okay. And he starts shouldering the door. 
like slamming into the door to get it to try to break it in. So at first I didn't know if he actually broke through the door and then he got shot. But what I'm hearing now, and like I said, there's so many stories. What I'm hearing now is the, the, it barely it like cracked the door a little bit or, or it almost opened and dad fired through the, through the door. And the other report I'm hearing now is that the first shot hit him in the front. The second and third shot were in the back. So people were, were clamoring oh. for this guy's head. They wanted murder charges. Oh. Now, <clears throat> my only problem with one, one problem I have with that is that, okay, if, it, if the door never caved in, you're still trying to get in my house. Against my will, I've told you that, that you're not welcome. Yes. I told you that I'm armed. I told you that I will shoot. Mm-hmm. So if you keep shouldering my door, and I feel like you're going to get in, and I have no idea what you have and what your intentions are, I'm going to shoot you. Yes. Through the door if I have to. And they said, well, you know, he didn't have to shoot him twice in the back, blah, blah, blah. Well, if the door was still closed, what he did was shoot three times. It's not like he saw this guy running away. Yeah. He just shot and reactionary is what I call it. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't imagine being t- scared from, you know, protecting my family. Shoot one shot and say, hey, dude, you OK? Are we yeah. good now? You know, I'm going pow, pow, pow at least. Mm-hmm. And then my adrenaline would probably slow down enough to do to to handle the situation. But there is a law called the stand your ground law. Now, would you think, in your opinion, do you think this qualifies for a stand your ground law if he did not have a weapon and never entered the house? Well, what does the stand your ground law mean? Well, the stand your ground law means you have the right to defend yourself and your property against people. if, If somebody breaks in your house, you can shoot them to death. Okay, I think he did what he said he was going to do, and he warned the guy, and he's coming in. Yeah, I think he should have shot him. Yeah, see, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm on the same page. And a lot of these people that are complaining are friends of this James. His name is James. And they're saying that, you know, this guy should be murdered, and blah, blah, blah. And they stood out front of the courthouse oh, yesterday because the grand jury, you know, in four days' time and was going to hear the case. What? Yeah, so they got to vote on whether or not to bring charges on this Mr. Ducro for shooting this guy. It was eight to one. Grand jury said no, we're not, we're not doing. It. And uh-huh. you know, everybody's saying well, we got to get the FBI involved and oh, good grief, and gather more evidence. And, all. and it's like enough stuff shows up to me uh-huh. through the ring video. To call, when you start shouldering the door, you're taking your ass into your own. When you're told, if you try to break in my house, I'm armed, I will shoot you. Yes. And you persist. As, as nice a guy as this kid may be, they said, oh, that's not his nature. It's not. I hear, well, this every, I hear this every time I watch the first 48. Well, and the thing is, the girl was calling 911, so she must have been scared. Yeah, somebody called. I, I mean... It, it, and then even if she wasn't scared, he's still trying, even if it's just between him and his dad, I even heard some stupid comments like, well, I can't believe the guy wouldn't just fight a, a young guy like that. And they kept oh, calling him a kid for one. Gosh. Like he's not a kid. He's 22. Yeah. 
I mean, he's a kid to me and you, and he's a kid. Yeah. To me. We might call him a kid out of habit. But by law standards, this he's not a kid. He yeah. is a, a man of 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was warned specifically. But they're all, I make justice for James and all this complete crap. It's like I'm stuck in libtard hell because yeah. that's exactly what happens when you get a bunch of people that they take it personal. They, they're friends with this kid and, and they make excuses for him. I, I called him a kid, but out of habit. Oh. But I just think that you know, you're too close to the situation if you're friends with him. And you need to look at it from a, a point of view where I don't know either one of them. I don't know any of them. And I am, you know, I'm not a gun user myself. But if I warned somebody and I said, well, I asked one person who was giving me grief at work about it. I said, so it would have been better if, if you say if I let him in. And threw him into an MMA chokehold and choked him out and ended his life like that. Or I had a butcher knife and gutted him like a fish when he broke through my door. What would be the difference between that and shooting him to death? And I, there is none to me. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're once again trying to make guns this bad thing. Yeah. And now, you know, they're going after this guy for murder. And it's like, it's not going to happen. And of course, the grand jury's like, no, no, we're not doing this. Good. So, but now you think about it. This guy had his address on the news. He, everybody, all these, all these freaks uh-huh. are backing him up. They're going to go out there and harass this dude. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be ran out of his house. And I just think that a group of pro 2A people ought to get a little group together and go have a car parade going around his house for about six months. There you go. And, and, and end all, all thoughts of retaliation. And that's just me though. I mean, I, I just thought it was an interesting uh, situation, but and, you know, that got all the attention in Sydney and then, like the next day or the day after that, they had a big, uh, uh, somebody got stabbed over at the park at, uh, James Humphrey park. I don't know if you used to be Buckeye Terrace. I don't till, remember. Till, till, Tilbury, that rough area. Oh. Um, it's right where Buckeye Terrace used to be with all the, and, and it's, uh, on park street, off okay. of park street over that way. And, and there was a stabbing. Yeah. There was a stabbing between the two families, and they got like nobody cared. <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, there's violence three days, two days apart, and in, in a small, pretty small city like this. Yeah, it calls for alarm, and 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 I'm afraid in my mind that it's going to get a lot worse, just because tensions are running so high about everything. I mean, uh- yeah, do you feel that where you're at now? I mean, do you do you get a, any sense of that down south that there's is there is there a lot? I know uh, you're in a predominantly bigger city. Yes. Than what I am, you're probably we're in ghetto cornfield here. You're, <laughs> I'd say you're pro, what 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 size is that place? Uh, maybe Cincinnati, Columbus. Um, I don't think as big as Cincinnati. No. So it's like a it's like a Dayton maybe. Uh, maybe a little bit bigger, but yeah. Okay. I mean, because of the campus down here and everything. Right. So. College towns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. But. Um, 
but I mean, yeah, there's things <clears throat> that I see all the time down here on the news. And it's funny because I'll say something to Heather about, I don't even know what the dang speed limit is half the time because people are passing me and I'm just keeping up with people. And she said, they're, don't worry about getting a speeding ticket. They're too worried about <laughs> more important things around here. And I'm like, oh, that's nice to know, you know. Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little. Yeah. But I, mean, I guess you would. Crime. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I can see what you're saying about that. And then it makes me wonder with school starting up with, you know, like you said, with tensions getting higher and stuff like this, if there's going to be crap starting at the school as soon as school starts yeah i mean we really haven't had that i remember anyway hearing about we haven't had a major dust up at the school other than the bomb threats we had last year we had like three or four bomb threats uh-huh. for uh sydney the high school and uh middle school a couple times yeah and I, I i know that's kids trying to get out of school i mean that's been that's been around since i was in school you know it's not as prevalent, of course, and it's not wasn't taken as seriously back then. I mean, they they, they didn't lock down the school, as far as I ever remember. I think no. they just come in and check things out, and then you didn't your parents didn't have to come rush and pick you up. And but now it's like it's almost it's very possible anymore. You know, it's not like it was a a big deal back in the eighties. Yeah. And now it is. And that's, yeah. Make them and they make bombs on their own all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me wonder with that, you know, he was only 22. So he very well could have kid or have friends that were in high school or whatever, you know, and it just, especially if people get passionate about things, and like you said, them, you know, wanting to go out there probably and harass him and stuff. I could just see people getting, jumping on the bandwagon, getting up in arms about it and just, trying to create chaos there you know oh yeah because i don't know the how old the girl was the girlfriend mm-hmm. but i'm assuming she's gonna get grief from all sides you know yeah. if it was me i'd be uh, a seller's market right now i'd be selling that house mm-hmm. and i'd go somewhere and nobody'd know where i was at I, it would might not be out of out of town but it wouldn't be in that house yeah sure. unless he's you know he might be one of those guys that said you're not gonna run me off but, you know, you, I don't want to say dodge the devil this time, but you don't want to continuously have to be shooting people that are trying to get in your house. Yes. And you don't, you don't need that because one of these times you're going to get a judge that's crooked or, or, or just not feeling it that day and is going to say, well, I think you didn't need to shoot them. You know? yeah. So you never know with, yeah. with the judges and who you get. Anyway, I just thought that was a you know a different thing. Now, well, since we're on shooting and talking about shootings and stuff, now you you had mentioned last time that we were on here together, you wanted to talk about Uvalde a little bit. So, you tell me what you found out or that you want to express about Uvalde. And I'll, I'll I just, I mean, about. gosh, that video, that video in the hallway of those cops standing there. Um, as a as an educator thinking that if that were happening in the school that I was teaching at knowing I'm inside a room with you know 25 to 28 kids hunkered down 
they're calling 911, making phone calls, you hear shots and everything. And to think that who we rely on to protect us is they're standing out there not doing anything. It blows my mind because when the kids, because I taught fourth grade for six years and then first grade for four years. And whenever we would talk about having lockdowns, which this is another thing that drove me crazy and I never understood. Do you know when some of our lockdown drills would be? Like in March. Yeah, the cold. Well, no, in March. Like school starts in August. Oh, school's almost over. Yeah. Yes. Like, why in the world are we having these, you know, like that should be one of the first things, the first couple of weeks of school so that everyone knows what to do. But the kids, you know, always would be, well, what if this happens, Miss Coyle? What if this, you know, what if all these, and I said, guys, we can what if all day long. I'll tell you what's going to happen is if, if we have an active shooter, I, I will protect you. I will do whatever I have to do. I'm mama bear. I will do whatever I have to do. You don't worry about it. I will protect you. And, you know, because the uh, last year I was there, I was in the middle of the building. And so we didn't have windows in my, in the classroom. So like we couldn't just go out a window if they were inside, you know, so we had doors. I had two doors that I had to make sure were locked and everything. And it sounds like that's the way it was in Uvalde for that, you know, where it happened. But to know that your local agencies are standing in the hallway hearing this, even had a kid that came up and he heard the shots and he went, you know, running away. But to know that your agencies are just standing there letting it happen, I don't, I don't understand because me, like if somebody was to try to get in that room and I had all them kids, man, I am throwing chairs at them. I'm hitting them with a fire extinguisher. I'm doing whatever I can to fight them off. Yeah, I, I just could, like I've mentioned before, I couldn't believe you're telling me it took 91 minutes for a, a full police force yes. and the Border Patrol to get into to where this kid, where this guy was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a 19-year-old bucko five kid. If my kid or my, well, the mm-hmm. one cop that was checking his phone messages, mm-hmm. and people were giving him grief because they saw he's checking his phone. Well, he was checking his phone because his wife was trying to get hold of him. His wife was one of the teachers that got shot. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think if my wife's in there, my yeah. teacher wife, yes. and I'm a police officer, boy, I'm putting my, my uh, bulletproof uh, vest on. And I'm storming, and I'm shouldering that door. That's right. That is right. It's like, if I die, I die. Mm -hmm. This guy is not killing my wife and all her students Mm -hmm. without me, with me standing in the hallway waiting on her text. Yes. That's a coward to me. I mean, that's that's straight up cowardly. Yes. I mean, because we have to put on a brave front as teachers to, you know, so the kids won't be stressed and stuff like this, you know. And when we do the lockdown drills... It's, and I just tell them, this is a drill, just like we do practice fire drills and practice tornado drills, you know, so that way, if something happens, we know what we're supposed to do. But it's so sad that we live in that society nowadays, this world that we even have to do that with these young kids, you know, that would be afraid to come to school. But yeah, these police officers out there, and like you said, the border patrol standing in the freaking hallway while it's happening. I just yeah. don't understand how, because me, I mean, 
if I heard it in another dang room or something, I mean, you're not going to hold me back. I'm going to be saving kids. Yeah, he had he had all the time in the world, and and they said he was not a gun person. He really didn't know how to fire the gun. So that means he came up to each person individually at point blank range. He had to have. Oh, the not shooting. No. Oh, wow. I'm just wondering, you know, and it makes me wonder, and it's sad that I even think about this stuff, but it makes me wonder if he didn't make them kids watch him kill this, their teacher mm-hmm. and then systematically kill all their friends as they go. I mean, there wasn't any left in the room, which it's almost like the if there was a couple left, what kind of life are they going to have? Oh, yeah. They, they, just, they watched their teacher and 20 of their buddies get wiped out by yeah. a guy and, and knew the cops were in the hallway doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I would tell you what would happen to me if that was me. I'd grow up to hate cops and I'd be a thug. Oh, gosh, yeah. I wouldn't care because uh-huh. it's like I cheated death. And these cops don't care. Mm-hmm. They were sitting out there for an hour and a half. Yes. He just systematically killed people. Uh-huh. It blows my mind. When I saw that video, I was so pissed. Because uh, I had heard about the timeline, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. And then people talk about the door was open. And I will say, as a teacher, we have done that before. We have been outside, like on recess duty, and put a little wooden thing, you know, to prop the door open because inevitably you're out there and then here comes a kid you know i need to go to the bathroom and you have to walk all the way back with your back to all the other kids you know to unlock the door to let a kid in to go to the bathroom and usually there's only two uh teachers out there for 75 to 80 kids you know Uh, and so then you're away from them so and ours was always we have a fence around it which you know, that anybody could drive up and just start shooting. That was my thing was what if we're outside and somebody just comes by and start tagging us, you know? Yeah. But, well, I mean, you don't, you don't think that you don't want to believe it can happen, mm-hmm. but apparently, you know, from past history now, it shows us that it can, mm-hmm. but I don't really know. And, and this is the sad thing. I don't know how in the world you stop it. Yeah. I mean, all, most of the schools I've been to, you've had the sign in, you've had the buzz in, you've had the, do all this stuff. How, how in the world? And, and, and like you said, you leave a door open to get a little air, or not have to close it to, to bring kid back to the bathroom. How's that nineteen-year-old kid that knows nothing about nothing? How in the world would he automatically assume that that door is open? Exactly. Yeah, that, so was, that that's where the conspiracy weird. theories come in. Uh-huh. The conspiracy theorists are all saying that they were he was purposely. They knew he was coming. Somebody propped that door open. Now I hate to think that that's true. But looking at the response mm-hmm. from the from the local police, especially, and you know now you got the police, the police chiefs done resigned, the mayor's done resigned. They talk about the 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 second lieutenant or whatever had had trouble where he was at before with being uh, lackadaisical. Mm-hmm. So it's like all this stuff's coming out now about Uvalde's police force. I mean, it almost makes you wonder. Yeah. Who, who paid this off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because whenever you hear things like this, and like I said, with the door propped open, I didn't think much about that just because I know how, you know, we have done things. Now, I don't remember seeing how that school was set up as far as, you know, if it was fenced in or what. And for him to know the door was open, that's kind of odd. I mean, unless it was just wide open. Which, yeah, I mean, but he came, uh, he, why he came to that specific yes, entrance. That door. Yeah. 
Yeah, because, I mean, he had the shootout with the cops right there. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. He had a shootout with the cops outside. Yes. They see you go in the building. You storm that building and chase him down. Yes. You know who it is. It's one guy. There's uh, If there's two of you, you got a two-on-one advantage already. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, they didn't, they didn't want to hurt anybody on the inside. Well, how'd that work oh out? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't, that didn't work out good at all. That I mean, that just makes you look. Worse than you, I, I would have rather said a, a couple kids were injured by some stray shrapnel. Yes, yes. Instead of, of killing, yeah, me we killing. sat out there and waited while uh, we heard the shots, and you know, kids were getting murdered in in this classroom. But we're gonna wait. Hell no! I hear that stuff. I'm a cop. No, I'd be busting up in there. Yeah, I'd take my chance. And we're gonna do fire me from the police force. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't want to work for a police force that's cowards like that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, that's that's a sad thing that we'll never know what exactly happened other than that video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what, and I'm, I got all these stuff written down, but I'm going to skip ahead since we're, we're really on this uh, subject. I think this is interesting to go into, school shootings-wise. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones. Okay, uh, Infowars guy. He has been on trial this week for the Sandy Hook uh, defamation case. So, what Alex Jones started out saying was that Sandy Hook was false flag. There was no death there. It was made up. It was, you know, and we've heard this all before. The conspiracy yeah. theorists, and me included, I, you know, you see pictures of kids. They say, these are Sandy Hook kids. And it's like, is that, you know, what's true? Mm-hmm. It's confusing. I can't imagine a government lying to us about school shootings. But then again, I'm thinking of our government. Yeah. I, and, and I hate to think that anything like that would happen. And, and I think he's kind of backtracked over that. He, he actually, a few days ago on his show, said, Oh, it was 100% real, but it was still crisis actors at some point because they're they're in two, diff- two different places. <sighs> well, they still found him, I don't know if they're guilty. It's not really a jail thing. It was like a civil trial. Mm-hmm. So and now he has to pay $45.2 million in punitive damages to the 10 families that sued him. So... My my thought on this for him, he's a conspiracy theory. He can say stuff like that and get taken to court for defamation and pay all this money, but all the liberals in the world can say anything they want about Trump on January 6th. Are we going to have trial for all them? I mean, we're going to have a trial for CNN and MSNBC that says you've been you know, defaming Trump for how many years now? Yeah. I mean, he should sue him. I would at this point. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Nothing would ever come of it. No, no. I mean, this guy's paying $45 million. I don't know if that'll ever fly. I mean, he could probably appeal that. And, you know, Alex Jones is a little over the fucking top. I get it. He's a, but he's right a lot. That's the sad thing. It's like he's a conspiracy theorist through and through, but he's right a lot mm-hmm. about some of this stuff. And it's just like, I don't know that 
Sandy Hook was real or false, you know, not. I'm sure it had, I'm sure it had death in it. I'm sure it did. But did it happen the way that exactly the, like the government told us it happened? I bet not. It, it, you don't know if it's an inside job or not. That's kind of what he was. Yeah. I don't. I, he wasn't saying that. He was saying it was fake. It was all theater. But I'm the one that's saying I think it's orchestrated. And that maybe that's sad, but I think the government orchestrates it to get pressure on gun gun laws. Mm-hmm. I really do. Well, and that's why with the Uvalde thing, it's like the timing, you know, um, and distraction of other things. And I just, it makes me wonder about that one because of the gun control and, you know, wanting things to happen right now. And with the Sandy Hook, I never thought that at all. I just thought it was devastating. And I, I believe it's real. Now I haven't researched it or studied it as much as you have. Um, my niece thinks it's a complete conspiracy. I mean, she doesn't believe anything about it. And she tried to explain it to me why. And I was just, to me, I can't imagine them going to that extreme yeah. with, with kids involved. That's, I guess, why I don't want to believe it because of having kids involved. That just, you, right. you well, that, there. That, that to me is where they play on heartstrings of people. That's, mm-hmm. you know, the most sacred thing is supposed to be kids, unless, of course, you're a liberal that supports people that are, are you know, they're, they're getting swept under the rug with this child trafficking stuff. And, and, and you know, my conspiracy theories about that, and, and, the, and nobody even brings that up. I mean, uh-huh. you remember how Save Our Children was a big thing? Yep. All of a sudden, we got COVID. Yep. <laughs> and, and now we got everything else in the free world coming at us. But I don't think that these shootings are all consp- – I, I don't think they're fake as much as I think they're orchestrated by the mm-hmm. government. I think they're orchestrated to cover things up, to uh, not really to distract us to hammer the gun laws over and over and over again because they really, really want us to get rid of guns. Yeah. And, like, down in your neck of the woods, that asshole down there is going to win. That Beto, <laughs> Beto O'Rourke, he's going to win. And he's going to be the governor of that state. And then, then you're going to see a lot of pissed-off Texas people either revolutionize or they're going to leave mm-hmm. because there, there's too many. You know, Texas has always been known. Yeah. For you know hunting and and going out and, and if you take their stuff away from them, it, this the joy of shooting on a range shooting AR fifteen they don't have to you know I don't know I just think this guy he supposedly you know doesn't mind guns for certain things but then he turns around and says I want all assault weapons all assault weapons no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it's like that that shouldn't be your right to say that because yeah. I mean, you look at the school shootings and and the mall shootings and the movie theater shootings. Yes, they happen. Yes, they're bad. Yes, they're unfortunate. But comparatively, are they really I mean, they they so well, the worst in the world. But look at our country as a our culture here is way different than anybody else's. Yes. I mean, it's we got Hollywood, we got all the sports teams, we got the big city, you know, 
Chicago's and the Detroit's thuggery going on. It, it's just different than it is in England or France. And they can't, they're trying to compare apples and oranges and saying, you know, we're the worst in the world. Well, of course we are. We're also the most diversified country in the world. Yes. We're also, you know, we have the, a large amount of people that aren't controlled by the government, <laughs> which, you know, it, it has caused to people losing their shit. They can do whatever, whatever kind of drugs they want and blah, blah, blah. And they go crazy. But I guess my thing is like the Orlando shooting, you had the uh, Aurora, Colorado, you had all these shootings. And they just happen to come at certain times. Yeah, that seemed very suspicious to me. Mm-hmm. And 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 you don't know. And my other thing is, you don't know if this is not happening in ten other places in a week. But they, they just kind of choose what they're going to pick. You know, this one was Uvalde was different because it was the biggest one since Sandy Hook, actually. So Sandy Hook had a few more people get killed in that i believe sandy hook was i i believe uvalde was less or more of a setup than sandy hook Mm -hmm. because sandy hook the kid was a teacher's son he climbed through a window you know and it's back in the earlier days when you didn't have all the security we have now but for this kid in uvalde to get there and shoot out with the police and then go in the building and, and get a, another 51 minutes of free reign. Yes. Makes it this sound that, that's almost too made up. Yes. Like somebody dropped the ball. Big time. And you, and you have to wait for border patrol to come 60 miles to actually have somebody with enough cojones to go in and kill this guy. But you're 22 people late. And that, that's a sad thing to me. But that, you know, as far as Sandy Hook, I don't know, but I I just can't believe that saying you think it's a false flag or you think it is made up is enough to pay forty five million dollars for. I know. So I think that's an opinion. I don't think that you're naming. I don't know if he was. Maybe he named names. That's the only thing I can think of. Is maybe he used certain family names and said this person did this and this person did that. Oh, okay. But, because also, yeah, I was going to say, like, where did that number come from? Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I think the judges went crazy because, like, I know in Texas, he was on he was on trial in Texas for two of them. They sued him in Texas. I guess they must have moved from Connecticut. OK. And they cap they cap them in Texas. You can only do two million dollars in a civil. So those two families only got two million apiece in Connecticut. The other eight people, the other eight families got the other wow 30 some million dollars so they should all probably suit him in connecticut i guess yeah and it's sad but gosh you know and i don't know how rich this dude is but i mean that's just it seems bullshit to me mm-hmm. i mean i i think but you know he if he named names then it's kind of on him but if he just mentioned stuff like i would on here yeah like he's on a broad platform i mean I mean, he's got the huge uh, four-hour podcast a day or whatever he does and a big network of 
people going out in the streets and doing stuff and goes all over the country to find these conspiracy theory stuff. Now, if he's naming names, it's probably on him. But if, if not, I don't see why that's any different than me here in my office saying, I think, you know, Yavaldi was horse shit because it was 91 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna, you get me for defamation of character. <laughs> I mean, I ain't got no money, but you can get me for defamation of character for saying you're a fuck. That cop was a pussy. Mm-hmm. Let his wife get shot in there. And he stood out in the hallway and checked his phone for text. Uh-uh. That phone wouldn't have been out. I mean, it wasn't even that he was on the phone. Because after I found out he was texting his wife, I was like, oh, it's different. But you just had a drill at the school two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And you guys didn't, did you not pay attention? Did none of you pay attention to what this drill was trying to teach you in case of an active shooter? Apparently it didn't sink in. That's well, see, now that sounds suspect to me. That exactly. The- you know, um, yeah, it sounds almost like when they had the little operation or event 201 three months before the Wu flu hit, mm-hmm. and it was identical to what the Wu flu was, yeah. So, yeah, that sounds extremely like okay, here's what we would do, but we can't do that because the kid won't do any, you know, he won't get yeah. in that way. We got a yeah. proper door open, we got to do that, blah blah blah, yeah, and wait and act like we're waiting for command it's like it just sounds it sounds yeah very suspicious it does it really does okay well well, you brought up the woo flu kind of and uh uh-huh were you gonna talk about monkeypox today oh yeah i'm talking we can talk about monkeypox right now if you want i just got notes scattered around and we can we can go wherever we go here okay so what do you think about monkeypox wow i just think it's a crock but um Today, one of my worker co-workers said, because she doesn't watch the news, she's like, I just can't take it. You know, it's just depressing, this and that. And I said, I know. I, I said, I watch too much of it. And then I get anxiety and I get pissed. And um, and I said, but I also feel like I need to know what's going on. I don't want my head in the sand. And, you know, I, I want to know what is happening in the world. And I think a lot of these people who voted for Biden are just like totally oblivious or act like they're oblivious and they don't watch the news or whatever. You know, they don't want to talk about things, but I want to be informed. And she brought up the monkeypox and she said, because her daughter is a nurse. And um, she said, do you know what she said? She said that's spread <laughs> through like sex. It's like AIDS. Yeah. It's like age 2.0. I've heard, yeah. I've heard that. It, that's what well, I told her. I said, so my I, problem is, how, how are little five year old kids getting this? Are they? Yeah. Okay. Because she said <laughs> she was, she started researching it after that. And what she found, and then also what her daughter had said, it was mostly men, gay men, you know, who yeah. contracted this. So, anyway, so I was just curious if you, because I, I had heard too that it was like a thing, you know, kind of like HIV. Right, but what what makes me wonder and it kind of shake my head is like they just come out with the they said the fifth child in the U.S. has had this tested positive. That ties in with my what's happening to these kids? Uh-huh. Are they being abused, or if they just getting you know uh, they might have a gay brother that rubs on them or gets an open sore on them, or or what what's happening here? 
because I'd heard the same thing that it's a, like a sexually transmitted mm-hmm. disease. But then you know the uh, what, the HHS, I didn't, I don't know, Health and Human Services or whatever. The secretary of that Xavier Becerra, who's come out with a few things, he did, he just called for a national health emergency for the for the monkeypox. Oh Lord! So so here we go with this national health emergency, and then the CDC lists sixty seven hundred cases. Is that an emergency? We got three hundred and thirty five what million three thirty four three thirty five million people in this country and 6,700 of them have this and it's a national health emergency. Wow. I mean, that's not even sinus infection numbers. Yeah. More people have that. And and monkeypox, what I understand is that it's very painful and inconvenient, but it will, I don't know that it kills you. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not sliding it and saying, Oh, monkeypox, it can't absolutely kill you like Ebola. But it's, you know, it's nothing. I'm just saying that it, it would be like shingles or something, I would think. Yes. And that sucks. I mean, that's painful and it's uncomfortable and it's disgusting looking. And, and I understand nobody wants monkeypox. But it's almost like, here we go again, I I can't see it not being spread somehow. Mm-hmm. And other than gay sex. I mean, I just, I can, I can buy the gay sex as like the predominant. Yeah. But. There has to be other ways to transmit it. It's not airborne. We know that. But I just wonder if, you know, I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I was like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm like, I'm, I'm so into my own head with this stuff. But I just, monkeypox was like considered a joke when it was first called out. Everybody on TV saw, we've got a smallpox vaccine. This is going to be nothing. People don't need to worry about it. Yes. But, but then I look back to 2020. They said the same shit about COVID. This is not going to be a big deal. That was Fauci's first response. We don't really need to be worried about this. This is not a big deal. Uh-huh. It's, you know, it's, it's China and it's like, it's not going to make its way over here. It's not going to, and it's fucked our lives up for two years plus. Yes. And so it was monkeypox. Is almost like, to me, it's almost like them saying, well, we'll give you something that physically shows that you're sick so you can get a little more scared. Yeah. So you get these blisters on you. Like, I got a piece of skin that ripped off my arm. And I know it was probably, I probably rubbed it on something or hit it on something. But it looks like an open sore kind of thing because it had no skin there. And I, you know, I'm thinking, is this fucking monkey pox? Stop. I mean, I, I, you know, just looking at it, I keep looking at it. I'm like, no, it's not, it doesn't grow and it's not itching. But it's like, it, they want you so paranoid. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you're talking about the kids. And when you said that, like about the five-year-olds or whatever, or how many kids, I'm like, I don't even believe that shit anymore. Mike, I don't believe anything they tell me. Yeah, they could have, they could have, they could have good old chicken pox. Yes. Yeah. They just call it whatever, wherever the hell they want to call it to scare you. Scare, yes. And you know, and, and then you got all. I mean, they're scare tactics. That's what this. That's what this stuff is. Mm-hmm. And I think the Wu flu. You know, it's got legitimate consequences. It's not a, a hoax. Like I, I used to call it a hoax, hundred percent. But 
I guess I really wasn't meaning to call it a hoax. I knew the virus was real. Yes. I think they just overplay it and overblow it to scare the shit out of people. Yeah. And then you got Dr. Death. He likes to come out and say stupid shit. Like this mm. week he come out and said, you know, he said, if you're not up to date on your shots and your boosters, you're going to get into trouble. That's what Fauci said this week. It's like they keep pushing. They're still pushing this vaccine yes. that mm-hmm. does nothing. I mean, I can't see anybody that's had a vaccine. Everybody I know that's had a, a vaccine's got it again. Yes. And I'm telling you, out of all of the teachers that I taught with, there were three of us that did not get the stupid vaccine. And every one of them that got it and the booster, whatever, they got sick. They were missing work forever. We did not get it. I didn't get it until I moved down here for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> Some people yeah. don't get it. It's like, um, you know, Casey, she's had it. She's never had it. And I've had it. And like four or five other people in her family's had it. She's been around them all. Mm-hmm. She's been around her client who had it. She she has yet to get it. Yes. It's like she's got the natural immunity to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, that's great. But yeah, it's like, and she doesn't have no vaccine. Just like me. We don't, mm-hmm. we just didn't, we decided together that we wasn't going to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I didn't get it, and I won't. And with my job, if that was going to be one of the things, if they told me that I had to have that to work there, I was not going to go there. Right. And and what's so, I just, and I thought about this today because it came yesterday in the mail. We had something through our insurance where you could get uh, a free COVID test, like at-home test, you know. Oh, yeah, we got four of them. We we got them just to have. Yes, yes. Well, and then I did the, the one for the government okay but honestly mike i'm sitting there going why would the government give us these free tests i'm starting to think like okay what's on that damn swab that they want me to stick up my neck i mean seriously i don't trust them i don't trust them at all (laughs) so i'm thinking okay well i got those tests but um i don't want to take you know anyway but it made me think why in the world would they be giving out these free tests and sending them out free you know in the mail and everything like hmm because I don't even want to get a regular flu shot or like when I did get sick. And I think you even told me, you know, like if you need to go to the urgent care, you know, to get steroid or whatever, go ahead and do it. And I'm thinking, I don't want to because I don't trust that they won't give me that damn shot in something if they know I haven't had it. I wouldn't take a <laughs> shot of anything. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take a shot. And I don't I won't go to the hospital for you. If I go to the hospital, I say, do you even think about remdesivir? Hmm. I'm walking out of here. I don't mm-hmm. care. I, I, I'd i rather die on the street than take that and die mm-hmm. a horrible death like that shit is. Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't do it. So, I mean, but the, the fear mongering is just outrageous. Mm-hmm. It's not even, it's not even limited to disease anymore. I mean, they tried to scare us a little bit with CERN. I don't think, I haven't heard anything about CERN. It's like, yeah, I think it's just over there running, smashing protons together, whatever the fuck it's doing. Now it might cause problems later. Who knows? But like NASA, you know how much I love and enjoy NASA. <laughs> I think it's a scam. But they're telling us now that eruptions and flares from space could hit, could impact the Earth. Could, it could hit the Earth. It's like, have, haven't we heard this song and dance for, I mean, since the beginning of time, have we heard this? Comets coming towards asteroids going to hit the Earth. Yeah. You know, flare, solar flares are going to kill us. It's like these people are 
absolute fear mongers. They know they don't really know what the hell's going on. No. Because half that stuff they say is going to come down and crash and kill us disintegrates before it gets here because that's the way Earth works. You know, that's, that's the way this, this so-called space works. Stuff can't handle the different atmospheres and it, it goes away. Mm-hmm. But they're still, you know, fear-mongering like they do all the time. Yeah. And I, I just happened to see that this week. I'm like, here comes NASA. I <laughs> want another, you know, donation or a grant or something to their little cause. And it's all crap. It's just scare tactic. That's, okay. that's all it is. It, you know, speak, talk about scare tactics, you know, I thought China, China warning that we shouldn't send Pelosi to Taiwan, right? And I thought, she's not going to be stupid enough to get on a plane and go to Taiwan. <laughs> but sure enough, she was. Yeah. But the thing about that, and, and I got to, I don't give her props, but I kind of, I kind of stare and it's like, well, China, is China full of shit? Because they said they'd shoot her down. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything. They yeah. didn't do anything both times. They they kind of built their army around the Taiwan border and they shot some missiles kind of close to them. But I don't know. I think China's kind of kind of bullshit artist. I, I'm starting to think because they said they would absolutely, but if she even thought about it, she's going to get blown out of the sky. Mm-hmm. They didn't touch her. And we told, basically told the world when she was going. Yes. So, you know, I don't really want to mess with China, but at the same time, I, I think they're a little bit full of shit. I yeah. mean, I, I think they're big talkers. They're kind of uh, led, leading us on to that because, you know, they lined them warships up. They did their military exercises. They threw some missiles out. Taiwan didn't flinch. And I just think that I don't know why the hell Pelosi went there. That's that what I, yeah, a, I don't understand that. But. Yeah, that's why. Why is she going to Ukraine? This lady's seventy nine years old. You're trumping her around to the Ukraine to Taiwan. <laughs> it's like, I mean, what are you doing? And then telling telling the whole world when you're doing it too. It's like, yeah, we're going to send some people over to. <laughs> it'd be prime time for somebody to shoot your plane down. But I mean, that's what I mean. I don't. I think it's all theater. Maybe I. I don't know. Just see who can. Talk more shit, I guess. You know, and then Pelosi, I, I don't know what that family's got. They got something on somebody somewhere because this <laughs> this guy's insider trading twice with the, the Teslas and the, now the chips. And he pled, pled not guilty to DUI, so you know what that means. He's going to get off. Yeah, oh yeah, he will. He's, he's going to skate. Because they don't hold him accountable. They don't hold them accountable for anything in the real world. Mm-mm. They just hold us accountable that the peons that, you know, can't fight back. We don't have no money. And yada, yada, yada. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> it's tough for me. <clears throat> Pelosi's are, I don't know what they have on. They got something on somebody somewhere. Yeah, they have to. And that Alex Jones, he did say, I mean, even though he got bombed with $45 million, they did ask him in that trial today. I thought it was pretty savage. They said, you know, you're always on your podcast talking about child trafficking and, you know, child abuse. And 
and uh, you know, all this stuff. And they were just going on this list. And they said, what do you got to say about it? He goes, oh, you mean like uh, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? And the, the, the you could hear a pin drop in there. <laughs> it's like a lot of them, were, you know, they gasped because mm-hmm. he said it out loud. Yeah. Said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They child traffic. Yes, they do. And, the, you know, they just kind of dropped it after that. It's like, you should have known better. This guy's a loose cannon. <laughs> He's going to tell you what he thinks. Well, yeah. And he should, because that, that should be a big deal. And they, they just keep blowing it off. Like, that's the least of our worries. It's like, it's almost makes you wonder if that's why they do a lot of this shooting crap is to take our, uh, take our mind off and our attention off the bad under sh- other shit they're doing. Yeah, it's... They're doing a lot of bad shit. And I think child trafficking is like towards the top of the list. I really uh-huh. do. It, yeah. There's too many kids go missing. You never, it, there's not a mass murderer out there killing thousands of kids a day. No, it's just not just, and you said that just, I think it was last week that I got three Amber alerts in one day. Wow. I ain't never had that. Well, and here's the thing, though, with I-35 in Texas, I mean, I-35 and 30, it's huge for trafficking. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it's right there, you know, in Dallas, and and it's just a, a horrible place to, um, it, it, I cringe when Heather and then drive through to go up to Arkansas or Ohio whenever they're around that area because I'm like don't stop don't stop because you know you keep your eye on those girls and everything because it, it doesn't take one second for somebody to snag a kid oh yeah yeah and, that's a scary thought yeah but it's very true yeah I mean it's just awful but yeah three of them in one day and well and actually it was within a few hours of each other when they came across and I thought my gosh you know it's just it's sad I went to a training about it um, because there's an organization here called Unbound and the guy that did the training he he goes to schools and talks to kids about it and I'm glad that they do because you know parents have their head in the sand and kids think they're invincible you know nothing's going to happen to them but they're they're being groomed very easily and um right in their parents' house. I mean, it's just sickening. Well, you, you got to remember, too, like, the kids, the people, the kids that are having, well, not the kids, but the uh, people that are having kids right now are the parents, are the, are, are the descendants of Gen X. Mm-hmm. And we grew up with nothing to worry about, really. Yeah. And then we raised our kids. They were basically the last generation that didn't have to look over their back and over their shoulder at every given turn. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nearly, I mean, I, I remember leaving my kids at like McDonald's Playland. They'd yeah. be in there playing in the Playland. I'd go to the bathroom, yeah, come back out. I didn't make them stop and come out and wait for me to go to the bathroom. And I'd come back and, and nobody took, you know, by the grace of God, nobody took the kids. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't do that now if I had my grandkid with me. I'd be like, no, oh, no. I'll hold it, or you're coming out of there, and you're going to go in the bathroom with me. Uh, I am not leaving you out of here. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't take your eyes off. I don't off care him. if he had two other buddies with him or something. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. You're, you're not, you're, you're going with me, or I guess I'll pee later because mm-hmm. it's not happening that way. Nope. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it, and it's sad that it has to come to that, but it, it's there. And it's, it's in our face and it's there. And I just, I feel so bad for these kids that are having to look over their shoulder and being, you know, how many kids are going to grow up? And they're going to be on fucking Xanax mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's like, I was 51 years old before I got anxiety and before I needed medication. These kids, I mean, we're in our, well, I mean, we're in our 50s. It's it's a different world than what we're used to, so I think we need the help. But they're going to give these kids this medicine because they don't want to deal with them. Yes, oh, Just like I... they do. And, and I I was anti Ritalin. I really was. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. I mean, it's like, don't start them out that young. I mean, if they hit fifty and they got problems, or forty five or thirty, that's that's a different story. But don't don't call. It's like they almost count them out at age ten. Yes. So just give them Ritalin and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll zombie their way through life. And it's sad to see. I mean, it is truly sad. And you talk about like the, where you weren't saying antidepressants, but I had a girl in fourth grade who was, and she in third grade was on antidepressants. Like, yeah. my yeah. God, you're nine years old. What in the world can yes. you worry about? What in the world are you doing? Her mom, you know, having her on these antidepressants and stuff. And I'm just like, it it was so sad to me because. Unless she had a very traumatic something go on. But yes. Yeah. If it's just the world in general. Yeah. You want them to have a little thicker skin than that. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, Christ, I should have probably been on them a long time ago. Because, I mean, I had anger issues and and a lot of stuff in my, you know, mid 30s that probably should have went that direction and got something, but I didn't, I didn't get it. I just thought I was just having a bad run Uh or I was just, you know, I would snap because I deserved to snap because it was stupid or it was was bullshit. And it took me, you know, counseling and then, then medication now to realize that everybody needs help sometime. Yes. Everybody has something they gravitate to. And I, I don't abuse. I'm luckily I don't abuse my stuff. I just take it like I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I come in here and I talk on here and I talk to you and I talk to my iPad or whatever the case may be. That vents a lot of my stuff out. Yes. And, you know, I used to be music I had. And, and, and so I have I have found escapes wherever I can to not let it build up overwhelmingly. Yes. But when Wu flu hit and we went into quarantine, that's where it got me. I really didn't have an issue until they got me paranoid. They got me stuck in my house, nowhere to go. All I hear is dread. Every time, you know, the news conference comes on, this this is bad, this is bad, this is oh so bad. Uh-huh. And that sent me over, overloaded me. I guess. Yeah, I remember you had a very rough time. And I had to go to medication because of that. And it's mm-hmm. like, I definitely didn't understand it. I didn't understand anxiety and depression until then. Now I feel for everybody that has it. And I know that it's not 
bullshit and they're not just skating on me, but uh, yeah, that's what it, so I'm going to take a uh, pause for the cause. <laughs> so we shall be back All right. soon as we have concluded the first hour of the zero hours. <laughs> so stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you back? Oh yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I needed that pause for the cause, but we are back. And uh, oh, we got uh, some Senate talk. I got some Senate things to talk about. So the Senate this week voted to 50 to 1, I guess it was, to let Sweden and Finland join NATO. So Josh, I guess Josh Hawley was the only one to vote no, the Missouri senator. Uh, is Russia full of crap too? That's kind of what <laughs> I want to know because they've said if Sweden and Finland join NATO, it's a big problem. So I'm kind of wondering if Russia and China aren't just playing along here. I mean, do you have any? Do you have any? I know you might not watch international as much as I do. I heard that was happening and, you know, and the threats and everything like that. I never really understood why as far as Russia's threats about it. So, but no, I don't really know much about. Yeah. I I think his only problem is that they're, they're, they're surrounding him more. They're coming farther East Mm -hmm. than he had, had said previously. He didn't want them past a certain point, which, I think he, he had mentioned Poland at one time, and they're about the extent. Now, that's why Ukraine's such a problem. He doesn't want NATO in Ukraine because that's farther than, I think it's just like a puff your chest out thing for Vladimir over there, really, that I told you not to come any farther, and now you're coming this far. Yes. And he wants to remain independent. He wants nothing to do with NATO. And... You know, it was it was interesting about Putin this week. He came out and actually said that his country in Russia is no longer. They have total independence from the Rothschild money, which means the controlled U.S. dollar. So they're they're saying that they're not going to put any money into the dollar. They're not going to recognize it. Uh, So that hurts our trade. Uh, value with Russia because if they don't actually deal in dollars, I guess we have to convert everything to rubles. I don't know if we lose or gain money. I doubt if we gain anything. Yeah. And I I still, my conspiracy theory from a couple weeks ago was that Russia and China were going to have this currency together and if we can't import anything from Russia or China, we're in a lot of trouble. But on the same token, if we don't export things to Russia and China, they're in a lot of trouble. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a deal breaker. Everybody seems to think it is, but I think that's what the financial people want you to believe because they want this crash to happen. They want the the bank crash, the housing crash. They want everybody to go into this doldrums like 2008 kind of thing, or if not worse, like the Great Depression, Mm -hmm. because they're trying to do this reset thing. And I think that's, 
all a part of the liberal world order, new world order, whatever you want to call it. But Putin's kind of pushing the issue a little bit with you know, his whole country is saying we're not going to be controlled because yeah, they think the West, they think America is totally controlled by money. Well, holy shit. I think we are. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're a money-based organization. Uh, we're a money-based society. And it's like, I can't believe even in, in the last couple of years, uh, you look at a housing market here, not 2018, let's say, a house is on, it gets sold for 125000 And there's people trying to sell that house for two hundred grand now and not putting a dime in it. Yes. They pump it up to two hundred grand and they're getting it every single time. They're getting that money. Mm -hmm. And me, I'm looking at it as like, you know, houses. I've looked at a couple of houses that were $180,000 and they were pieces of shit. I mean, they just. And they're too little. Yeah, they're little. They got one bathroom. They're mm. so outdated. They're like from the 70s and they've mm. never been changed. And these that people are capitalizing on the market going to crash. So everybody's trying to get it in. You know, rates are still 5%, which they haven't climbed like I thought they would. But you think about it. I got my last house loan for like 3% or two and three quarters or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that it's five. I know, isn't that crazy? It's the same as gas. It's the same yes. thing about gas. You know, I feel I got my gas today for three fifty two up here. Okay, I got it for three twenty six yesterday. Yeah, see, and, but that sh- that should still piss me off. Yes, it's like a dollar fifty more than it should be at least. Mm-hmm. And because we don't pump our own, we should be pumping our. We should never stop. But I don't. <clears throat> These these Exxon Mobil's freaking killing it, man. They're making record profit <laughs> because they can. It's mm-hmm. supply and demand. You have to go places and not, you know, stupid butt plug. He said, go out and buy an electric car. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to go out and buy an electric car for 60 grand and watch my batteries go out in two years and cost me 20 grand to replace my batteries. Yeah, I got money just to piss away. And they don't seem to understand or care. Yeah, or even yeah. have worse. They're out of the loop. They think everybody's got their kind of money. Yeah. Like, shit, man, I work 40 hours a week plus, and I'm not even hitting trip. I'm not even hitting six digits. Did you see where there was something going around, like, <coughs> with the charging stations and stuff like that? Like, Oh, catching fire, waiting in well, line, all that. Yeah. Well, and then even with, like, the flooding, like, you know, in Kentucky and stuff. Like, okay, so, you know, when places flood, uh, what are we going to do about, you know, charging our cars because they're underwater with this electric? You know, like, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> They don't have this shit figured out. Mm-mm. And the sad thing is, it's like everybody's going full-blown electric. All the car companies are like fighting for position <coughs> to see who gets there first. Mm-hmm. And, and we were told, like in my, I, I, you know, I'm in the auto industry, of course. We were told you can, we're not going to be first because we can't afford that. I mean, we're, we don't have that kind of money. But we can't afford to be last either. So 
we got this big new project that's going to be electric vehicle shit. And when it kicks in, if it gets approved, it's going to be right now. They're going to throw millions and millions and millions of dollars in it. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, this shit is never going to work. It's never going to work. No. The countries they're, they're basing it on are like <clears throat> Finland and, and Iceland and all these places. Oh, they got all electric over there. You know what? They ride a bicycle a lot. Mm-hmm. There's parking garages for bicycles over there. <clears throat> Not only do they like to stay active, but there's nowhere near the landmass. And you could take a bullet train in Germany to France in an hour. Yeah. They don't understand that Europe's not America. <coughs> Texas itself takes, you know, what, 10 hours to drive through? Oh, I mean, easy. That's just one state. I was going to say, I don't even know from El Paso all the way over to, like, towards Louisiana. I, I can't even imagine how far that would be, how many hours. Well, my friends lived in Henderson, which is north or east Texas, mm-hmm. by by Tyler. I don't know how oh, far. Okay. It was under south of Tyler a little bit, and it, it was sixteen hour drive for them to get here. And Whew. that's you know, I don't know what traffic they had or whatnot, but it's like you imagine. I don't think there's any other country except China and maybe Russia, and maybe the Ukraine's got some mass Canada, of course. Yeah, but most of these countries, you can do, take a day trip across <laughs> Finland. Yes, I mean you you could probably ride your bike across Finland in a day. It's not it's not big like Denmark's yeah. half the size of Ohio. You know, I mean Ohio, you can go from Toledo to Cincinnati easily in two two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So it's it's they don't understand the concept that yeah. That's why I was like, how do you? Uh... Like family vacations. Yeah, I mean. Like, how, how often nope. do you got to pull over and charge your damn car? And then they say, well, you know, well, why you, why you want to drive? You can just take a plane. What? Well, <laughs> plane? Isn't a plane going to gas? Because I don't know of any electric plane. <laughs> and then um, your generator for to, to have backup for your charging station. What's that run on, you idiots? Yes. It doesn't run on electric. Because if your electric's out, you got to have a gas power generator. <laughs> they just think they're, they're not thinking. I'm all good with the plug-in hybrids. Let them be plug-in hybrids to where, you know, this stops right there. Just stop it right there to where it's electric a lot. But if, if you lose power, you've got gas backing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, got, you can fill your tank of gas, like two gallons, three gallons. You can stop at a couple gas stations. And fill up enough to get where you got to go, and then you get a charging station at some point later. Yeah. Why isn't that? Why isn't that like common sense that we can do that and not we can reduce fossil fuels a shit ton? <clears throat> we can use more clean energy. Find the balance. Yes. Don't they want to go. Yeah. <laughs> they want to go full blown electric shit everywhere. It's like we're not prepared for that. Mm-mm. We're not like these other countries that have been working on this for a long time and they have nowhere near the, the traffic capacity to deal with. <coughs> I fucking hate that coughing shit. <laughs> Get a drink of beer. Try and do it. It's like, I'm just coughing more. <laughs> oh. 
but you know, you talk about the the politics with Putin and President Xi and all these people. Now, Peru, Peru must be fucked up. I'm, I'm just going to say that Peru must be a messed up place because they had their their prime minister resign this week, like Wednesday, and it was the fourth one in a year. What? Yes. Oh wow. So why in the world is Peru such a dump? I mean, I, I guess South America, I kind of get it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there must be some some real uh, bad shit going on in Peru. I just thought that was interesting. I seen <laughs> Fred X sent me that, and I'm like, man, what's going on in Peru? I didn't get really. I tried to read the article. It didn't really go into like what's going on, like scandals or whatnot. But uh-huh. that just seems funny that. Uh, that's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. You said four times this year already. Yeah, four times in a year. That's kind of uh-huh. crazy. That's a lot of change and sudden. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like you know our country. We know what's wrong with our country. <laughs> yeah. Our piss pants. Yeah, he signed that executive order this week promoting abortion. <laughs> it's like, mm. what the fuck are we doing? And in Kansas, they won their little fight against Roe v. Wade or whatnot, and they had the big thing with Kansas. Now, you're closer to Kansas. Did you hear a lot about that or not? No, actually, I didn't. And surprisingly enough, with the industry I'm in, that I didn't, but I... I, I didn't. just heard I just heard they, they want some kind of... Uh, I don't know if it was an injunction or if it was a law passed, but they were all, the pro-choicers were all happy and... Yeah. Yada yada and down there and it's like Kansas. I mean, I, I I don't know much about Kansas politics. I figured they're. I thought they were maybe a red state, but they must be blue, unless it's unless it's blue and I just overlook it. I just thought the Midwest, the Bible. Yeah, Belt most of them are red. Yeah. Yeah, and I, maybe it's just moderate. Maybe they're moderate there, and they mm-hmm. don't believe in in the the pro life as much as. Other states do, I guess. And then, you know, the 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 Trump train kind of <clears throat> had all these primaries this past week. And, and it's like, it was funny to me that most of, I think all but one or two, uh, Trump-backed candidates that were election deniers, like saying the, the election was rigged and all this stuff. Almost everybody won their primary. <laughs> that's like that's telling me that a lot of people think the same thing I do. That there's definitely I can't tell you exactly how it was rigged. I mean, nobody believes two thousand rules. They passed it off as non information, even though it's video proof. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 just will not in any way, shape, or form. At least <clears throat> the liberals, at least, have come out. And started stating the reason they voted for Biden. <clears throat> I'm least happy about that. That they're at least coming out and saying the reason we voted for Biden because we hate Trump. Mm-hmm. We did not want Trump. And, and that makes me uh, shake my head. Come yeah, on. but it's like, okay, I can understand that. But And people say, well, and, I, and, I, and I've heard people argue, and this wasn't per se with me, but. People argue, well, you guys did the same thing with Hillary. You chose the less of two evils. That's what we did. And I said, yeah, but Hillary, look at Hillary's track record. She's 
involved or implicated in how many murder, how many suicides now? Fifty uh-huh. some. And the fact that Trump wasn't a politician was what did it for me. It was just the fact that he wasn't a lifelong politician. And I said that you know I didn't vote against Hillary because it was Hillary. I voted because I didn't think she was the person for the job. That's it. <laughs> and I'm I've always kind of been conservative. I mean, I, I'm not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. I know. <laughs> I voted for Bill back in the day because, you know, I was not, I was kind of a naive politics guy. I didn't care. I thought Bill Clinton was better than whoever he ran against in 92. I did, I don't even remember. But I, I might have been McCain or somebody like that. And, I, and it was like, he was just, he was more charismatic. And I think he had me hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, I didn't remember him being a horrible president. You know, mm-hmm. I only remember the horrible presidents like to be Jimmy Carter, I thought was bad. I thought George W. was bad. I thought Obama was bad. They say he's the greatest thing ever since sliced bread. I just, and I, he probably did a lot of good things I overlooked because I just didn't trust the guy. He was shady as fuck. He was a good, good speaker. And that's what got you drawn in was the hope and change crap. Mm-hmm. But when he came down to producing for the people he said was going to hope and change, he didn't do it. And a lot of it, as confusing as it is, was the African-American stuff. And I don't like calling them African- black people. So he promised the world to them and did nothing yeah. but set them up with felt cell phones and welfare. He, he didn't help them. He put them back a few years. And then they say Trump's the biggest racist in the world, but when he was not running for president or the president, they all loved him. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and he did so much for the communities, all the minorities. And the left makes you think that he didn't do anything for them, but badger them and make them look, look down on them and condescending to them. Bullshit. I mean, if anybody does that, it's piss pants. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, white or black kids can be just as smart as white kids, or poor kids can be just as smart as white kids. <laughs> that right there tells you he's an idiot. And then it says, you know, if you don't know if you're voting for me or not, you ain't black. Yes. Stupid shit he said. <laughs> Racial jungle, all that stuff. Corn pop. <laughs> this guy had no clue. He's, he's one of the bigger racists I've ever uh-huh. seen. And they just think he's just a gentle old soul, you know, old Grandpa Joe. He he loves kids, boy. I bet he does. And <laughs> COVID, he 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 hasn't been on the news this week because he's probably depressed because he probably lost his sense of smell. Oh, quit! <laughs> uh, he can't sniff kids. <laughs> he can't. Nope. He ain't gonna get that coconut hair, you know, that coconut prell smell. I did you see him? Yeah. Did you see him in his glasses today? His sunglasses? Oh my God. No. Thank God I didn't. Yeah. Um, don't know cool? why. Was he cool as hell? He was something all right. <laughs> he well, stumbled all he got to hide his eyes after the non blinking incident. Yes. And that's what it's like. Hmm, they could have had him anywhere. And then they have him out there with these sunglasses on that are just, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was like, what, what? What are they? What are they hiding? But here's the question of the day: Did you look at his earlobes? You know, I did. 
and they still stuck to his neck. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, there's something and, wrong with that. Your earlobes do not sink into your And neck. you sent me that TikTok where that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else is it's like, I'm not crazy. That guy uh-huh. knew he could do. It's unbelievable that they just they blow that off. Yeah. Now, I had hope for two people. I really did. Two people out of all the liberals. I had I had high hopes for Mansion. Oh gosh! And for Cinema, I had high hopes for them because uh-huh. you know they were always the the ones keeping the left from rolling over. Uh-huh. And it's like Mansion was like more of a almost almost right, damn near right. Cinema was like she's a hardcore about taxes. She's a liberal and everything else. But she doesn't want taxes getting out of control. She's like, Trump's tax, Trump's tax plan was great. Leave it alone. She didn't want to mess with the taxes. Mm-hmm. So, while well, Manson caved, we all know that. And him and Chucky are doing this $433 billion bill. Well, now they got cinema. They're going to get her in there, too, if they change some of the tax laws. So cinema is going to go too. So it's going to be overwhelming. Oh. <clears throat> and they'll and they'll add shit to the bill. That's what. That's what pissed me off this week was. All the liberals were pissed because the the veterans bill didn't pass. Mm-hmm. Even like John Stewart, celebrity was, it, oh, he yeah. he was out there in that guy's face. You know, you're a coward. You're blah blah blah. And nobody paid attention. They said they didn't change anything from the last time. They didn't change anything. Are you sure about that? If you go look at the bill, there's like, I don't know how many billions of millions of dollars in there of fluff for the liberals. And, they, and they, you know, you really think the Republican Party does not want to pass a bill to help veterans? That's part of our M.O. That's right, yeah. We're always patriot, patriot, patriot. Yeah. You know, make America great again. Our our militaries are great. Don't kneel, you know, you don't kneel for the fucking anthem. You don't not stand for the flag. Mm-hmm. We're the patriotic party. Why Why in the world would we say we don't like our veterans? We don't want to do anything for them. But it's hard to people to, cons, you know, they just can't grasp that you just can't pass a bill because that $200 million is in there when there's $400 million worth of bullshit yes. that the liberals want to pass. And, and and people jump to the conclusion that the Republicans are blocking, we're, we're cock-blocking the veterans. We don't care about the veterans. We, you know, we, we they, the liberals, you know, Democrats care about the veterans, which is the opposite. That's right. Never have. But we, the only problem we have, and I, I don't know why we don't do it more, when the Republicans start announcing bills and introducing bills, they got to start loading that shit with fluff mm-hmm. and see how many, you know, make a veteran's bill of your own from the Republican side, put it in with a bunch of fluff and watch it get denied and see if the libtards will say, hey, you just blocked a veteran bill, really? Because they won't. They'll be like, oh, you must have your reasons. Yeah. Yeah, we have our reasons too, and they don't—they don't understand that all this stuff could damage our country more, and, and it's actually it makes it worse on the veterans with this fluff they got. 
I mean, this this uh, spending bill that Manson caved on, it's going to like, if it passes through and goes into effect, it's like 30,000 jobs right out the shit right, right now. Yeah. In the shitter. And they're bragging about how the job growth is. 30,000 jobs go in the shitter. And then they're giving $80 billion, $80 billion to the IRS, which is just for the head. They're just going to headhunt people. Well, and did you? It's eighty-seven thousand new workers. Yes. What? Eighty-seven thousand? Are you kidding me? Right. They want to be able to headhunt every single oh. person that's in middle class because you know it's always the middle class. They ain't going to go after the poor people because you know poor people vote Democrat, mm-hmm. and then they're not going for the elites because the elites vote. So they're going for the middle class, which is screwed. Because yeah. we're going to get hammered with all this stuff. And they're just going to nitpick the shit out of the middle class. Especially, especially ones that are registered Republicans. Mm-hmm. That's just how I see it coming down. And, you know, that's why I love Ted Cruz. He said, we don't need the IRS. Abolish them. Yeah. Yep. And that, that's the main reason I voted for him was flat tax and abolishing the IRS. I agreed with both of them. Don't make it a loop. There is no loopholes. You're a business. You pay this percent. If you're an American citizen that works 40 hours a week, you pay 15%. If you're a company, you pay 23. That's that. What was wrong with that? Yeah. Nobody had, you don't have to file tax returns. You don't do. And if you're on welfare all year, guess what? You're not getting nothing back. Mm-hmm. You're getting all kinds of help, but you're not getting 10 grand back yes. on tax return when you didn't work. That's just how it, it's going to be. Amen. Yeah. And, and, it, and then everybody knows what to expect. Yeah, they don't, and they don't like. I, yeah, if I knew twenty percent was coming on my check, and I'm not getting a, uh, I'm not paying in, or I'm not getting a refund, I know what my bills are for the year. Twenty percent, twenty five percent, whatever it is, off the top with state and federal, it'd be like thirty percent total probably with with all my other stuff. So I would know. Okay, thirty percent of my check coming out. I'm not going to get this big. If I put more in, I'm not going to get a fucking refund. Mm-hmm. Pay your minimum. Pay what you got to pay. And be on with it. And then the big companies, you know, these people like ExxonMobil at Dodge and Boeing, they get out of it with loopholes. Billions of dollars a year they make. They, we, would, we would be in a real good shape right now. We'd have a lot more money. But yeah, they, they don't want to play that game because, you know, that's a, that's a 1%. And it, the elitist. Yeah. It makes <coughs> sense. So <laughs> we, we don't want that. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. They just, it, it's all kickbacks and shit like that. And it's unreal to me that it's still we're still doing the same old, same old stuff. It's like we can't learn from our own mistakes. We just, we just can't seem to do it. And we just keep letting letting shit like this happen, and nobody says a word. So it's, like, it's crazy. It is. I don't know. Yeah, it, it is pretty nuts. Ah, uh, so we go to the uh, let's see what do I got? Celebrity, <laughs> and we'll talk about the main celebrity last, but the first couple ones they had a, a Indianapolis or Indiana, I should say, representative. Jackie Warhorsky, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. 
she was killed in a car crash and you know three other people died too and i was actually shocked this is how bad it's getting for me in the country i was shocked that they held the flag to half half mass i really was because mm-hmm. she was a republican now that's shitty that i even thought that yeah but but it's true i i said well but they won't do nothing for her. She's a Republican. They care less. But they did go for flag to half mass, so a little bit of uh, faith in humanity yet. So, I mean, it's sad that that happened. I don't know what they do in that case when a representative dies. I don't know if the backup, I don't know what the backup plan is. If they put okay. a Democrat in there that she beat, or if the governor appoints out, I'm not real sure. And then I don't know if you remember the actress. I just found this out a few hours ago. Do you remember the actress named uh, Anne Hesch? I knew you were going to say that. I just read about that. Yeah, I read about it today, too. And it's like, I remember her from, yes. she dated, I think she dated Ellen DeGeneres, too, right? Oh, I don't know about Weren't that. They, I think they were an item back in the day. And then I only really remember her from a couple movies, but I remember like Volcano, I think it was. One of the Volcano movies with, uh, what the hell is his name? Pierce Brosnan was, she was in a movie with Pierce Brosnan. Then she was in another one with uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, like the Indiana Jones? No, it wasn't Indiana Jones. It was something about a, they were in a jungle on an island or something. But I mean, I, I know she's been in a few movies. Mm-hmm. But I, I wonder what happened with that. Why? I mean, it just seemed funny that she randomly drove into a house, caught on fire, burned her up pretty good, I guess. And then did she run away, run off? I, I don't know, but she they said she had like pretty bad, severe burns. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she was DUI in it or what. I mean, it's hard telling, but man, I just thought it was kind of creepy that I, mean, I just happened to read that. I, like, I did too, I but I just. It popped I didn't have up. too many celebrity things for the day, so I was like, oh, I'll just throw that in there because that's, you know, it really has been a pretty quiet week unless I just haven't paid attention. That could be possible because, you know, I just, it was a long week. It was yeah. just a long week. Even though I took Monday off, it was still, it seemed like a long week. Probably not as long as Brittany Griner's week. <laughs> and, you know, for the first time, and this is, uh, and I and I'm not embarrassed to say it, but I'm surprised at myself. For the first time since this all happened, I almost felt bad, and I had a little bit of respect for Brittany Griner. Now, why is that? He handled the sentencing very well. Okay. I mean, she apologized to her. The first people, first thing she did was apologize to her family, her fellow teammates in Russia, the, you know, the, the Russian government and her teammates back home. I mean, she went through the whole spiel of uh, apologizing for it. She, she's owning up to what she did and she knows that she screwed up, even though it was accidental according to her, but she knows that she has to pay for her. She has the consequences. I don't think she was that was before they gave her the sentence but I think you know for that brief moment I, I had a little bit of uh, 
I, I felt a little bit sorry for her because I, I maybe she's not as bad as I think. Maybe it's just because the kneeling made her look bad to me or not wanting to play the anthem. And I don't know. It, it was funny for me because I really rarely felt remorse for her. And I, I don't feel sorry for her per se because, you know, you got to understand when you're in a different country that their laws are different than ours. And somebody probably clued her into that. She probably thought that if something happened, her celebrity would carry her. Mm-hmm. And and that's sad that, that, yeah. And it is sad. I think nine years is way too fucking much. Oh, yeah. yeah for, I- for what? I mean, nine months was, she should have got time served and been, and been gone. I think she's learned. A lot of these people are like, I have a fun, have a good time for nine years. You know, I don't care what country you're in. I know cannabis is illegal in, in Russia. I get it. But how many times have we seen this before where Americans get, and it's not because she's a celebrity. All you got to do is watch National Geographic. They have that locked up abroad show. What I get mad about is when people say, if it was a white man, this wouldn't be going on. Mm-hmm. Once again, watch National Geographic because <laughs> locked up abroad, they don't care what color you are. They're not into that shit like we are. They're not playing the white card, the privilege, the black privilege, whatever you want to call it. They just say laws are laws. And if you're American, they hate you anyway. Mm-hmm. So she was screwed from the beginning. And everybody's like, well, why the hell would she go over there? When we had a war going on. Well, she was playing basketball. I mean, yeah, she wasn't the only one that was over there. Yeah, and I don't feel, I don't feel, uh, I mean, I feel bad for her that, not really bad, because, I mean, they make, she makes 220000 a year in the WNBA, mm-hmm. which compared to LaBum's $37 million, which is ridiculous. Yes. For anybody to make that kind of money playing sports. But, She's trying to make more money for her life. You know, she's it's kind of like she's doing a Uber driver on the side. She's going to play in the league in Russia. They pay her to play. While well, she's not playing in the United States, keeps her busy all year. She keeps an income. I mean, she should be able to make a living on two twenty a year. But you know, I can't fault her for going to Russia to play basketball. But I can fault her for not knowing the rules. Of the country you're going to play basketball in. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like shit for us to have some dab pins or whatever the hell it was. Vape pins or whatever. But Russia don't, you know, and they see a prime opportunity to say, oh, here we go. We got an American. We can make an example. The whole world's watching us. We'll lock this chick up for the full extent of her sentence. Whether they want to believe it or not, Donald Trump would make one phone call and she'd be on a bus. She'd be on first class ticket <laughs> on a plane home today. That's all it would take. And they don't want to admit that because piss pants ain't going to do nothing. Putin's not going to let unless he he he'd have to trade like three or four people. I mean, and they don't even realize or recognize that there's a school teacher over there too. That's incarcerated. That we're trying to trade for. Nobody cares about that school teacher over there. Yeah.
They care about Brittany Griner. But this school teacher did nothing but claim domestic violence because she had gotten in a relationship with a man over there while she was there teaching English. And she claimed domestic violence, and they said, you don't claim domestic violence here, and they threw her in jail. So she's in there for less of a reason than Brittany is. Wow. You don't hear her name every day. Mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. It's like these celebrities think they're above yeah. and beyond, and they're they're really not. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad. I'm I hate to say glad, but it's a wake up call that you got it pretty good in America, mm-hmm. and your celebrity gets you places here. It doesn't get you shit. Yeah, in other countries, especially countries where we're paying for the people they're fighting against. We're yeah. allying with the country that they're fighting a war with. They're not going to be playing nice with us. Mm-mm. But yeah, I just think Trump would, would have this stuff resolved. Did you hear, um, well, Kamala is all pissed off about it, apparently. And um, who is the one, you brought her up the other day, I think. Is she from Hawaii? Well, I don't think who, you brought, who I brought up. The um, the senator, she has a weird name. Like, starts with a T, I think. Oh, I can't... Tul- Tulsi Gabbard. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I think I think she's Arizona. I think. Arizona. Okay. Um, <clears throat> she was talking about. Didn't she run? Was she um running for president? And she had debate with Kamala and some others for vice president or something. Or yeah, yeah, okay. she had she had she was in the debates primary. Okay, well, she was talking about, and they showed a clip of her talking to Kamala about the because uh, she didn't think anybody should go to jail for marijuana. She's like, right. you shouldn't go to jail for that. You know, just cut and dry, no jail time. And she said. But no, she put people to jail for marijuana and laughed about it and then used them, you know, um, after they got out or, you know, used them, not after they got out, but while they were in jail for working and, you know, laughed about all this stuff and how long they were going to be in jail. And it was fine then when you were doing this to people. But now that Brittany Griner's over there, you know, you're all up in arms that, that she's in jail for this. Exactly. I mean, and she's already a proven liar. She, she wanted to make herself sound cool, so she talked about how she smoked weed in college. You know? Yes. And she, uh, yeah, I used to jam out to Dr. Dre and Easy E, and I'm like and Snoop Dogg and all them. I'm like, she's in college; they weren't even fucking out yet. Mm-hmm. So why, why lie about stupid? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Just say, yeah, I smoked weed in college. <laughs> okay. And Why then, you yeah. have to bring Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? Like you're trying to score points with the black community. Exactly. It's like you're not they, cool. They yeah. figure it out. And they're gonna be like, "This bitch lying." Mm-hmm. Why, why should we trust her? She's lying to us right now. Yes. I I can't. I have no use for that chick, man. No. Yeah. Well, she was saying, you know, just the hypocrisy of it all. You know. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's par for the course for her. Yeah, it's just crazy. Now I got one for you being a teacher veteran here. It's the the famous look it up segment. And I don't know if you've heard. Have you heard anything about, I'll say it, 
ask you if you've heard anything about it first. Okay. Anything about San Diego? Oh, their curriculum? Yes. Yep. Oh, you have. So look it up. You might have already looked it up. (laughs) So what did you hear about the curriculum in San Diego? Well, it was more, I guess, about their back-to-school meetings and trainings for teachers. Is that what you're talking about? Kind of, sort of. I don't know. What did you... Okay, well, about like... And it was shown a PowerPoint and everything. It was taken from... I guess it was leaked out, I guess, from a teacher or something. These PowerPoints of, like, what would you do if a child came up to you, you know, in elementary school, and asked, um, how do two men have sex how are you going to answer that are you going to you know like how to be inclusive and to be um be able to answer these questions as these kids are going to come and ask you and about masturbating and about uh you know the pronouns they want to use for themselves and had a whole powerpoint to teach teachers um how to deal with this and then i think there is some curriculum that the school board had kept hidden is that what you're talking about well, I don't know if it's hidden, but I just know what it's about. Now, it might not be all of San Diego. This is specifically San Diego Unified School District. Mm-hmm. Now, they sound similar to what you're saying. They want to teach, and this is in their curriculum in this school district. They're going to teach heterosexuality is oppressive. Oh, really? Yes, and they want to promote gender queer and non-binary identity. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're going to say, just being a straight male limits you. It's oppressive to you. It's oppressive. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to, you know, the people expect you just to be straight. That's not right. And they want to promote gender queer, which I don't. I don't really know what that is, but people talk about it a lot. Gender queer. It's like a, is that like a movement or something? I don't know. Oh, no, I, who knows? And then the non-binary identif- identity is, this is where they're going to have fucking people want to want to be cats and piss in litter boxes. And they uh-huh. already have this. These furries? Yeah. Yep. They meow at each other. They go, they got to have a litter box. And you, I, I'd never seen one before. We went to a little restaurant about a month ago, I guess, a few weeks ago. And I had never seen, I walked back to go to the bathroom. And they had all non-binary bathrooms. I was so fucking confused. What? Like, where do I go? They had a picture of a man, a woman, and like a a child on, on all three doors. Oh, God. I'm like, well, where where do I go? So I had to walk back around and go. I asked a lady, I asked a lady walking by, where did I go to the bathroom? At? <laughs> because well, as long as it says occupy, not you know, as long as it says uh, vacant, you go in there. I'm like, I didn't look at her. And I, I yeah, I didn't ring up, want to cause a big stir, but I said, yeah, this is some bullshit. Yes, I mean, I, you can have a, you can have a. If you want a third bathroom that's for either or, have at it. But it's the same argument I had for all the years. And I used to get mad as hell 
when the women would say, yeah, you go in and change, you have a changing table. And the man's didn't have a changing table. And I, I thought that was crap. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's plenty of times I had my kids by myself. Yes. Yeah, and there's single dads out there. Yeah, and there's single dads. And I had them on the weekends, which is, you know, not as everyday thing, but <clears throat> I just had to wait. You know, I, I couldn't take them. And I had to take, you know, my daughter, my oldest daughter now, but I was like, when she was little, I had to take her in the bathroom with me. Even okay. though the world is not as chaotic as it is now, yeah. I still couldn't leave her out there by herself. Uh-uh. She had to come in there with us. And that I understand. Yes. But when you're a grown-ass adult, you don't need to be in the same bathroom as me. You no. know? And it's like, these were, I give it this, they were one, you know, you go in, you lock the door, it says occupied, like a porta potty almost. Okay. But still, it's like, why do you got to have this? Just have yes. a men's room, have a woman's bathroom, and then have a, a, a thing, whatever. Yes. Call it the thing room. Well, you can do whatever you want, <laughs> but the chance, the, you know, it's it's just to, to me, it's it's about as bad as like the transgender community is is off the rails anymore. It's like they they just get so mad and so defensive that you yes. don't just you just don't go to their whim. You don't just succumb to their whims and say accept us or you're you're transphobic. How about if I just don't care about you either way? Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't want to pay. I'm not going to pay the bill for it. I'm not going to pay for you to have gender reassignment surgery. I don't feel my tax money should go to that shit. I just don't. There's better things it can go to. Uh, definitely. If you have the money, you can do it yourself. But how many, you know, you got these young kids you're trying to say, you can be whatever you want. And you say you say that once. So, you know what, Timmy, you know, or Jimmy or whatever your kid's name might be, and you say, grow up to be whatever you want, you know, but grow up and and decide later. You don't have to do it when you're six. You don't have, because you play with Barbie dolls and like to dress up in girls' clothes or whatnot at six years old. Guess what? A lot of kids did that when they were six years old. Mm-hmm. And a lot of girls were tomboys when they were six years old. Yep. It doesn't mean they grew up and wanted to cut their shit off and replace it with other parts. Yeah. And these people are pushing it so hard now that they almost feel like they got to make a choice way sooner than they have to. And the thing is, there is no reason any of that shit needs to be talked about in school. There is zero reasons. Our scores suck. Our curriculum is horrible in this session. Let's focus on educating our kids on things that matter. I mean, Lord help. They don't know anything about the American history, U.S. history. Nothing about it. They have people on the street doing them street things on like TikTok. I Mm -hmm. watch TikTok quite a bit. And they'll go up to them, what's the capital of the United States? They don't know. Yeah. What continent are we on? They don't know. No. Who no. The they're what they're clueless. They asked a guy the other day, who is 69th president of the United States? Oh, dear Lord. And he said, I don't know, George W. Bush. Oh, my but, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't really know that there's not 69 presidents. Yeah. And, I mean, 
It's painful. It truly is sad <laughs> and painful. They're more focused on their agenda and the CRT bull crap. And then all this stuff with the sexual things, they're more focused on that than even worrying about teaching them how to read, teaching them social skills, mental health stuff. I mean, come on. It's, I am so glad I'm out of education now because I would get fired. I mean, I would. There's oh, no I would. I refuse. They tell me you got to teach, uh, you know, the transgender way, whatever. Like, no, that ain't happening. No, I, I mean, I'd yeah. walk out. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and there there was, you know, I understand there were a lot of teachers that left because of the vaccine thing, nurses and all that. But you're knocking out the people with all the experience right now and mm-hmm. giving it to this Gen Z. Yeah. Who don't and- know their head from their ass, and you're going to expect companies and industries and education to thrive when you know there's teachers on there crying how how they came out to their kids you know i seen one the other day where girls i came out to my my it's like third grade or something i came out to my kids today and i explained to them what what uh you know uh homosexuality was and how i'm my own person and stuff it's like you don't need to tell your personal life to a bunch of third graders. No, no. They don't need to know. If they see a picture of you and another woman, you say that's my friend. Yes. What's What's the harm in it? Yeah, they don't need to know any details whatsoever. None. You keep your personal life out of it. I mean, that'd be like me going in if I was a teacher in 2010. If I'd have been a teacher and I go into work, go into work, you know, at school. And I'm sitting there with a bunch of third graders and I'm depressed and I keep my head down and they're like, you know, Mr. Brown, what's, what's wrong with you? Well, I'm going to a divorce kids. And and here's what I can say. Women fucking suck. Yeah. They're terrible. They're evil. <laughs> and you tell all these third graders that it's like, you, you're, you're just showing your expression. They don't need to know your personal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to the divorce. She's taking all my money, blah, blah, blah. You're just going on and on. And they're like going home and telling their mom and dad, hey, you know, Mr. Brown, he's, <laughs> he's fucked up. He hates women. You know? yeah. yeah, he hates women. He told me to hate. He told me women suck. Yeah. And, and you know, they would be all over that. You can't say that to kids. But, but it's like you can tell them all about your homosexuality uh-huh. and stuff. And I, I'm one of the, and a lot of people say, you know, I don't think you're as far right as you think you are because you say, you're okay with gays and I'm like I'm okay with gay because I've always been I mean I outgrew that pretty quick and it might have been because I had people close to me that ended up being gay Mm -hmm. and I had to understand them and they talked to me about it and they say you know here's a here's what I'm feeling and I'm like okay maybe I was wrong about that and and I took like my religious beliefs out of it I took I took that out off the table and I'm like, I can't see what's in your heart. And I can't guarantee because, and I used to get in arguments all the time with even close people. And and they would say, I would say, well, how is, how is that an abomination? Well, it says in the Bible. And I said, well, yeah, but it also says, uh, you know, a guy lives in a whale for three days. So I don't believe everything the Old Testament. Well, that's the Old Testament. That's what they... When I say something to contradict them, they say, well, that's the Old Testament. We're going by the New Testament. Oh. But you're saying that homosexuality is an abomination, and it's in the Old Testament. So which one are we going by? Yeah. And, and they would argue, and they would just get all mad at me and say, we're not talking about this. So 
So that's why I I don't talk I don't talk politics or religion mm-hmm. <laughs> with with many people. I mean I I use this platform to talk of my politics stuff, and that's about it. But <clears throat> I don't always have to talk about politics and stuff. So we got a few minutes left. I want to talk to you, Ben. What do you think uh, of the upcoming NFL season? I think I'm going to be disappointed yet again. Because do you think do you think Deshaun's going to stick with six games, or do you think he's going to get more with the appeal? I I don't even want him on our team. I seen some a meme today where it showed Bill Cosby's face. So. <laughs> I I mean I was going to share it. I'm like, no, I know a lot of Browns fans, and most of the Browns fans I know <sighs> are are pretty respectful. And I mean, they get a little, you know, they get a little wound up when they play the Bengals. And I understand yeah. that's a rivalry; it's a battle of Ohio. Yeah. But for the most part, they they don't really get on me like a Steelers fan would, or you know, something like that. But I, I, I mean, I'm hoping this year they kind of go away from because it's been two years now. I'm kind of hoping they go away from all the the BLM. Oh, uh, justice, equality, inclusion mm-hmm. stuff. I can't see it happening. I think the NFL is pretty woke. And I I struggle with that, but I also love to watch football. I know. And I, I, I mean, I prefer college because I don't think there's as much going on in college, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I, I, you know, I love my pro football too. And uh, see, that's where I have a problem with it. It's like, I, I love football season. I mean, Saturday and Sundays, my TV is on from the time I get up till the time I go to bed. And then Monday night, you know, I, it's one of my things that I truly enjoy. (laughs) I love to watch football. So when the political stuff gets in there, it pisses me off because I feel like a hypocrite (laughs) at times that, you know, hate what they stand for. I've even went as far as saying, Oh, it doesn't cost me nothing because I'm not buying new jerseys. I'm not going to. Yeah. And it's like, but you took that from me. Yeah. I used to love buying a new jersey every year. I mean, mm-hmm. God, I want a Joe Burrow jersey so bad, mm-hmm. but I don't want to contribute to the NFL. Yeah. And I and it's like, uh, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, because it it's is. like it's something we enjoy, and yet because of our, I guess, political convictions and how we feel about things and our passions. It makes it, because I don't want to give it up. No, I don't either. I'm, I'm just like, I, I can't believe that they've done that to me and gotten uh-huh. gotten me off my game with something I really enjoy. Yes. Uh, and like basketball, I could care less. Yeah. I mean, I was a basketball fan for years, but they went totally woke. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's NBA, I don't care less. I think they're a bunch of spoiled brats, pretty much. And, and football is probably the same, but it started out with the vaccine thing, and then it went to, you know, when Jacob Blake shooting happened, they all wore that shit on their helmet. Uh-huh. It had the shit in the end zone, equality and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, just don't. And then, then they had to come out with a black national anthem. I'm like, where the hell is this shit? See, 
we live mm. in America. We don't live in, in black. Yeah. And that don't oh don't even get me started on that. Oh, it's thirteen percent of our population. And, and I and I don't want to say oh I'm white supremacist because there's more of me than there is black people. But at the same time, I'm not asking to be treated any differently. I'm just okay. saying football's football. It's the majority of black people play football. Yeah. So if I was really a white supremacist racist, I wouldn't spend a yeah. minute watching football or you basketball would be, or baseball. Yeah. You'd be a hockey fan. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's <laughs> I mean, even blacks playing hockey now. There's blacks in NASCAR. There's black. You know, it's like, I don't care that there's black people in all the sports. I don't care that, you know, white people are predominantly, you know, water polo or whatever. I'm not going to start watching water polo just yeah. unless I was a racist. And I get so sick of being called a racist because I'm conservative. And it's like, yeah, there's some things I. There, there's two two types of people in everything. There's white people. There's white trash. Yes. There is what you know, white thugs. There's black people, and then there's you know the, the ultimate N word. They act a certain way. They think they're privileged, and there's white people that do the same thing. There's mm-hmm. white people, neo Nazi skinhead, which they call anybody that's conservative, mm-hmm. which I don't understand that because they don't they don't know their history. They don't know that it was the the Democrat Party that started slavery, and they don't understand that it was a black, it was the Republican Party that freed slaves. They don't care. No. They they just think today that you know anybody that's conservative is trying to block you from being yourself. Yes. No, I'm just saying. All I'm saying with transgender and 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 the blacks and everything else that people call me out on is I don't mind you you be who you are but I'm not going to treat you like sure. you're better than me yeah yeah there's nobody better than that and and why should I have to 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 bow down to you because you want to be identify as a as a cat <laughs> or identify as whatever you can you can identify you get your own pronouns no that ain't how it works no, it's not. They can't even define a woman anymore. You say, tell me what a woman is. And one guy, Matt Walsh on Daily Wire, he's like, he's been on several TV shows. Tell me what a woman is. Well, it's what you identify as. Well, what you get oh that, I identify as a woman. Well, what's a woman? They can't answer the question. Mm-hmm. And they keep tap dancing around it like, we're not going to have, we don't have to answer that. I'm like, well, if you can't even answer what it is you claim to be, then how can you claim to be that? Yes. I know exactly what I am. I'm a city Billy <laughs> ass wife. I mean, I I have no, I have no, uh, I hold no bar, bones about it. I am who I am, and it's like, it's Exodus 314 for me. I am what I am. And it's like, I'm not a religious person, per se, but that is perfect a perfect uh, verse for me. I am who I am. I am what I am. And it's like, okay, you either take me as I am or you don't. And transgender people, I can take you as a transgender if you want me to, but don't expect me to stand up and applaud you because I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people think I'm ridiculous. And it's like, okay, you can think I'm ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. It's okay. I'm not asking you to treat me any different. And I, I, and then and it gets into sports. It really drives me insane. 
because it's like leave it out of something. Yes. It's like I, church and state. Church and state shouldn't be involved in together. And either should sports and transgender, sports and BLM, sports and uh-huh. sports is entertainment. And, and these guys get paid a lot of money to entertain us. And it's yeah. supposed to be a fun time. It, yeah. And they shouldn't use it as their platform. I yeah. mean, you know, it, they just shouldn't. It's not actors, are, actors and all that stuff are the same way. Yeah. They say, you know, they, they use their speeches at the Oscars to make political statements and even bands I really like, you know, they, they've gone off the wayside with, you know, if you voted for Trump, we don't want you listening mm-hmm. to our music. Also, I'll, go on, I'll gladly oblige you. I don't have a problem. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, if you're bringing that shit to me, I, I don't believe in politicizing everything because it's yeah. like our country is more than politics but i do love me some of kid rock and his um let's go brandon <laughs> yeah and then there's people <laughs> like him there's people like Aaron lewis and there's people like all these other guys and yeah and, and then there's you know uh other people that they got these liberal singers and actors that they follow and it's like that's your choice. Yeah. And yeah. if I don't want to watch Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks movies anymore, because I think he's a pedophile, mm-hmm. that's, that's my, my, my choice to do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't need it. I, I just don't need it. And it, But anyway, I think, uh, you know, I think the Bengals are going to win the AFC. Well, I'm sure Again. they will. I think it'll be a repeat of Super Bowl. 56 will be Super Bowl 57, and I think the Bengals get them this time. Okay. That's my my long shot prediction, and I think Ohio State wins the national championship. Huh. Okay. Undefeated. Undefeated. Ohio State. If they lose to Notre Dame in week one, I'll be (laughs) heartbroken. Yes. But, yeah, I'm hoping they don't do that. I've been pretty – pretty blessed with college football anyway but pros you know, I finally got a taste of some victory I hate to see it go back to down the way it was before oh I don't think it will I think y'all are on a you're on a the right path I hope so keep burrow yeah. up keep burrow upright and 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 not getting torn ACLs again and keep our guys somewhat humble like they don't think they're hot shit because mm-hmm. they went to the Super Bowl yeah well, we got a chance, but yeah. yeah. Well, I think they'll do good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's good. I mean, I hope I hope your brownies don't end up in the cellar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me but, too. Yeah, I mean, I think they they'll do okay. I don't I don't think they'll be last. I think the Steelers will hopefully be the bottom dwellers because that's a good place for them, but. Hey, I have to say, I like how Ben went out. Yeah, but you know, that's a that's the thing this week. Ben also said about Deshaun Watson is we don't need that kind of stuff in the league. Women being abused. Mm-hmm. It's like you have rape charges against you, dude. <laughs> how can you? Have you forgotten? And it's like that. That was the joke to me. It's like, yeah, Big Ben slamming on somebody for being charged with sexual assault. That's just mm-hmm. crazy. But anyway, I mean, it's it's all good, and I don't know. Are you are you a diehard Baylor fan at this point? Um. Well, I loved the Buckeyes, so I watched Big Ten and then Arkansas. 
for SEC and then Baylor for the Big 12. So it's, you know, so I do have quite a few that I can watch and it's fine. And I'm glad that Baylor, you know, did so well for a few years because they sucked time to it forever. Uh, you know, they were just the, you know, people played Baylor for their homecoming games because they knew they would always win, but that's not the case anymore. Yeah, they've definitely improved. I give them that. And yeah. Being as a, you know, you can, in a college town, you at least might get to hit a game or something. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about going to a game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah I'd, I'd even like, I wouldn't mind going to an SEC game. I, I always thought about just taking a road trip and going to Tennessee or something. I'd, lo- oh, I'd, love, to, yeah. I'd love to hear the whole crowd sing Rocky Top. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That'd be a that'd be a cool experience. And I've, be a- I've been to the Horseshoe. I've been you know seen that and all that stuff. I've been to the Big House up in Michigan. I watched. The- oh, you have? Yeah, it's uh, oh, it's definitely an experience of a different kind. And uh-huh. uh you know, I've been to Pittsburgh to watch game. I've been to Cleveland, so I've been a lot of places. But mm-hmm. there's certain places that hit. You know, Ohio State. You, you get goosebumps when they do script Ohio. Oh yeah. That's the big thing. So I wouldn't mind going to like see a Rocky top. Yeah. I think that would be cool. You could go to Arkansas and we could call the hogs. Now there's nothing like that. Well, for you, there's nothing like that. No, but you, you would get goosebumps. I promise you. If you heard everybody in that stadium and up in Fayetteville calling the hogs, it's just, I mean, no other sport has a Razorback. So, you know, yeah, true. They're pretty special. They also have like the Hokies in Virginia Tech. I wouldn't mind going to watch the game there because you now they do the whole crowd. The whole place does enter Sandman. Oh, really? When they come out, yeah, that's their call out. Is enter oh. Sandman. The whole crowd uh-huh. sings and exit light, enter night, and all that stuff. So, yeah, there's plenty of stuff sports wise, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm getting ready for my gearing up for my. I haven't played fantasy football in a couple of years, and we. We're gonna have a little get together to have a live draft this year. And when's your draft? The twenty first of August. Oh, okay. So it should be a good time. So yes, I used to help one of my friends in Arkansas. He had a um, fancy football team, the Maulers, and he knew I'd love football. So yeah, he made me like his assistant to help him and stuff. And. I loved it, but there, theirs was um, a unique league. Like they did it themselves; they didn't do it like online or anything. And they just did basic points, like field goals, extra points, and the touchdowns. They didn't have all these yardage and tackles and all this other stuff. So it was, you know, it was easy yeah. for me. Um, and also because, but then I didn't like whenever the Browns played somebody that you know I needed them to win. <laughs> Yeah, for his team. I could feel you there. Yeah. Well, it's another successful night. I know we went uh, way long. Oh, yeah, we went long, but who cares? You know, it's like <laughs> the people that listen to it, they'll listen to it. I have a few people I know that, that they always say, "Oh, you got it went long tonight," but like, <laughs> they listen to it, so it's like it's uh-huh. all. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, I appreciate you coming on again, and uh, oh, you're welcome. Made my uh, rough night without my my buddy, but I we know. got through it, and uh, it'll get better every time. So. Yeah, it will. So, yeah. well, you have so, a great weekend. 
And thank you for letting me join you. I needed some kind of like ending thing like you do. Cause I like how you start yours. Yeah. Of course. yeah I, I, I do that stuff. But yeah. I guess you'll have, have to think of one. But. Yeah. Maybe at football season, if I join you sometime, I'll call the hogs. There you go. That sounds <laughs> great. That sounds like a good thing. So until next time, always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please for the love of God, Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours. Zero hours. Well, we'll see you. Have a good Bye. night. Bye. Bye.